This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 160. Hello and welcome to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the show for restaurants and local businesses to figure out what's working with marketing. We talk a lot about online marketing, but we also touch offline marketing and we interview people in the restaurant industry who are doing great things. And we try to pull out the knowledge nuggets that they have and share with you so you can listen to these podcast episodes. And hopefully, if we do our job correct, you can pull out some information and go use it in your business. And it'll help you grow. That's what we do the show for. We want to help you grow your business. And we want to help you figure out what's working today uh, with all of our interviews that we do. And we have another great one today with Joe Rafino, who is from Baggio's Family Pizzeria and Restaurant. And he does quite a good business with no alcohol. They have no alcohol. They do dine-in and delivery. Uh, but they are on the Pizza Today's top 100 list. I forget what number they're on, but they are on that list. And he's opened up for four years. And he does over a couple million dollars a year in sales. And he does all of that with social media. He does a great job at Facebook. And he's not afraid to use video. But he does a really good job of interacting with his customers and making sure that they're happy. And if they're not happy, fixing the problem right away. And he's not afraid to get involved with the community and donate to certain events. And he does a lot of that. And we get into all of that for this episode. Before I get into today's episode, I just want to say thanks to Susan at OurTown.net for sponsoring this episode. If you're looking to figure out how to contact new people who move into your area, you should definitely contact Susan. Uh, They have a very good system of locating new people who move into your area, help you figure out a package to send them. They come into your establishment. Maybe they didn't know about it. They find out through Our Town and through the system that they have. They come into your establishment. They try you out. They love you. You follow up with them. They come back, they become a great customer of yours. And Susan will help you do that. And it's all for an affordable price. And they work within your zip code, so you don't have to send out a quadrillion mailings in order to get some new customers into your business. They also do birthday programs. So you should definitely contact right now. Write this down. Susan at OurTown.net. Contact her about the New Mover program. So you heard about it on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast and the birthday program. Get a lot of questions about the birthday programs and birthday offerings. You should definitely contact her for that. All right, I think you're going to like this episode. It's about a 30-minute conversation with Joe. We touch on everything I mentioned in the beginning of that intro here. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. And remember, if you need our help, we are here to help you. If you're too busy or you don't know really what to do, we have a whole marketing platform that we can help you with and implement for you. Uh, if you want some more information, smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip, Z-I-P. And you can set up a phone call. I'll hop on a call with you. I'll explain everything that we do because I get a lot of questions about, hey, what exactly do you do? I can explain that to you over the phone. Go through everything, all the steps, all the processes, all the procedures, and all the success stories that we've had. And uh, I can explain that to you. So smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. All right, enough from me. The only talking you're going to hear from me moving forward is with Joe from Baggio's Family Style Restaurant and Pizzeria. Here we go. So, Joe, how did you get started in the pizza industry or the pizzeria? How did you get started with your well, restaurant? I mean, my family started in 1955. Okay, so my, my father, basically that's when he started, came to this country, worked a few years in construction, and then opened up his first pizzeria in Jamaica, New York, which, matter of fact, that pizza shop is still there in New York to this day. It's, it's called Sal's Pizza. And then pretty much from there, my father opened up probably about 30 some stores around New York. All Sal's Pizza? Long Island, 
All different yeah. names. All different names. You know, back then it was they would open them. Back then you could open up pizza shops. They didn't even know about a health license. They just want to build them. It's crazy. <laughs> and huh? they would open them left. Yeah, like you used to. One pizza shop would be a Morello store, and what that meant was you had the Morello, the Baker's Pride pizza oven had the name on it Morello. Okay, looks just like a Baker's Pride, but Morello sold you that oven and you would get your equipment. The next store you would do a body store, B A R I, and you know the body oven. It looks just like the Blodgett yep. oven. Very similar. So one store you'd open up Morello, one store, and you'd pay them off 30, 40, 50, 60 days. You yeah. know? I mean, he, the last store, one, the, the one store my father had, that was a Morello store we did back in 1987. That was the last store we did with Morello. And then this store here was already here. But those were how the days were. So as time went on, I started making pizza when I was seven years old. And it was funny back in those days, my, you know, you could, you just had pizza. That's it. Yeah, pizza. We didn't have hoagies. So it would be you and maybe another guy. We didn't start hoagies and stuff until late into the 70s to the beginning of the early 80s. And I knew how to make pizza. I'd be seven, eight, nine years old. We had Coke boxes. Remember the wooden Coke boxes? He'd put it in front of the oven. He'd put it by the register. And he'd put it by the pizza table. (laughs) He'd leave for the afternoon. (laughs) Customer come in. I was watching the pizza shop at seven years old. That's crazy. So I... If I had a penny for every piece of dough my hands touched, forget it. Me, you, and a lot of your listeners wouldn't have to work. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. And that store was a, that store was what we call gold. So how long have you been in the location? How long have you been in the location you're at now? Well, this location here, it came for sale. I was fortunate enough to buy it, and then we bought it, and then uh, we've been here now four four years and about four months, and we built it. Our first week of business, we did like sixteen thousand seven hundred and ninety-two dollars. Wow. Okay. And we built it up to the revenue stream now that you currently see. I mean, and it's it's quite an honor. I mean, we appreciate the fact that we come into work, we have the opportunity to do what we do, and our customer base is phenomenal. Like right now, we got a girl coming in. She just won the gift certificate giveaway on our, our Facebook mm-hmm. page. So we'll take pictures with her. We'll post it tomorrow. We got coffee with a cop. They'll be here for. I, I sponsor a breakfast. I got. I'll do uh, muffins, Danish, bagels. I bring all that in. I do free coffee, and from 8 to, like, 11, all the community comes in. And the cops are here. They talk to the community. And we're making pizza, too. You know, we're doing whatever. But it's good. You, 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 when you give, you get. Right. I, I, I'm a true believer. You know, my father used to say in broken English, he'd say, what's it going to go around and go to come? <laughs> and that's what he meant. He used to say, he meant to say what goes around comes right. around. But he, he spoke good broken English, my dad. <laughs> God rest his I soul. So what, what you, how did you get into all of these marketing things like co- coffee with the cop or having the community come in was it is it just Listen, you you know what you want to know yeah. how it starts the the lady comes in can i have a gift certificate for sure yeah give me here's a 20 dollars. no no problem give it two. Oh, thank you so much the next one comes in before you know it people come in you treat them with a warm heart i had a guy working for me he worked for me short. Like I call this the training center for guys who want to open pizzerias. I've had more guys come here, work for me, and go open pizza shops because they want to see how is this guy doing. It's, my wife says, aren't you worried? No, I'm never worried. But one of those guys said to me, he goes, you always give because these people take advantage of you. I said, you really think so? I says, first of all, that's a tax deduction. So unless you – I pay my taxes. I said, so that's a tax deduction. I give it to my accountant. I get the deduction. I said, second of all, I said, that's goodwill. 
That's community. That's showing that you want to be involved with people. I, you know, whatever, however you see it, he goes to me. I said, all right, listen, it's not your money. I said, so what the hell are you worried about? It? Can I, I, I didn't mean to curse. Yeah, it's but, okay. You know, I, I, I still feel the passion I felt today. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy, he just don't get it. And it, sometimes, you know, you lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. In the pizza industry, that's almost 98% of the operators. There's a handful of us that are in the top thousand. We're different. But there's 62,000 operators. And there's a lot of people out there that, have that poor attitude. Yeah, you got to be com- community oriented. Do you think it's you know? Do you think it's a mindset issue where they they're like a scarcity mindset issue? I think it is. A, it's a mindset issue, and they nobody's taking advantage of me. You yeah. know, but nobody is taking when you when you're doing goodwill, and you're community oriented, and you're out there trying to do something right for others. Good things will come your way. I, I'm a true believer in it. And it's hard for people to have that mindset, that creativity level. It truly is hard. I tell you, I use this analogy a lot of the times. And it goes for the explanation of negativity. Okay? I want you to think of an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. If you pulled one out right now and you tore it up, it would take you a couple of seconds to destroy that piece of paper. And it's useless now. You throw it on the floor, it's crumbled. You can't do nothing. You make mush. But if you stop for a moment and think how this paper started from a tree, how the tree was cut down, how the tree was then transported to processing, how once it got processed, it was turned into a, 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 a structure, a piece of material now that could be cut into paper that was processed into packaging that was delivered to distributors, that distributors delivered to wholesalers, that wholesalers delivered to retailers, and you had to go buy it and drive it home. That's that's being positive. Negativity is the destruction of the paper. Creativity and being in the sense of the way I think is all those steps of that paper being made. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, it does. And it's a process. You see, as you heard, it's a long story. It's a grueling story. But for the process of being positive and being successful, it's, it's arduous. You've got to be disciplined every day. And most of the people in our industry... Discipline is not even in their vocabulary. You know yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a Friday night. I mean, you give me the receipts. I go to the casino. Oh, my God. I, go, I feel hot. <laughs> you know? That's what they think. But, you know, you go there. You're giving away your hard work. But that same guy would go to the casino, drop five dimes, lose it like this. But somebody comes in from, I don't know, some, some association Hey, can you donate $100? Hey, what do you think? I got to donate to you. But you just blew $5,000 at the casino. It's the mentality, negativity. It's, a, it's hard to be disciplined. You yeah. Know? Have you trained yourself over time, or is it something that you were born with? I think it's something that I, I naturally – listen, I know I'm a very charismatic man. You know, when I walk in a room, I, I, I naturally I, – people do adhere to me. The other thing is people that see how genuine I am realize this guy's for real. He's not, you know, this is no joke. Like, to know me and to see the passion I have, to see the integrity I have, to see the old school values I have. But those that get to truly experience that with me, they, they, they become in shock because it's true. You know, I, I work with my guys. If you come in here on a Friday, you know who lead pizza man is? That's me with 600 pies at 51 years old. You know, yeah. I get on the table, go with my guys, and and they respect that my team, 
my son, he gets in here. My son, he kicks tail in here. You know, it's it's. We, as my wife, my uh, my daughter, my daughter-in-law, my uh, my sister-in-law, my uh, my other uh, son, who when he comes home from college, we I hold us all accountable. I, I truly do. I hold us all accountable because we have to lead by actions, and the actions are hard work. You know, your actions of hard work, people will follow you, and then they can never question you. And then they lead you. When everything I say to these people, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this. I never say open-end promises. It's all fact, and it's coming. Yeah. It's just a matter of the process of getting there. And they see that. Like, you know, I, I remodeled the store. I put a new addition on. We put a quarter-million-dollar kitchen in. And I was telling the guys, and, you know, some of the guys looking, uh, this guy. But once they start to work here, I give my team the tools for success. Which is important. You know? It's important. It's important for team people, uh, people on your team, to realize they don't working for an owner that's trying to squeeze a dime out of them. They're working for an owner that wants to give you the tools for success. How many people? Have, you know? How many people that have worked for you have gone on to open their own shops? Uh, just since I'm here, I probably had a half a dozen since I'm here, which that's a lot in four years and seven that months. That is a lot. Because truthfully, you know why they're coming here? They're coming here for a lesson. You know, <laughs> <laughs> to learn from you to go they open can, their own, right? Yeah, to learn. But my wife says you're not afraid of them. They says nobody ever steal because you know why? Everybody thinks they do it better than me. Are they all? You know? Do they open their shops close to you? Oh yeah. Really? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they can open them across the street. I don't care because you know what? Ultimately. They don't have the discipline I have to do what I do. And that's why I'm not intimidated. You know, open, do what you got to do. Eventually, I'll wear you down with success. Right. And I'll wear you down with kindness. You know, it's for me, it's not the competition I'm worried about. I, hey, open up. But we all, hey, we all, you know, what we should do as private guys. We should have the meeting and say, you know what? Pizzas has to be adjusted the price. The price should be a certain amount. And the reason why, because too many of these guys are giving pizza away at a price that's so ridiculous, these owners really stand their margins. They don't know what they're doing. They don't, they're old. Well, he charges this, so I can charge that. But you're following a guy that's failing. If you're following a guy like myself, and we sat down and talked about the industry and where we are currently, you know, the, the, the really smart guys in the industry are the guys that are doing the 10-inch pies, high-heat pies. Yeah. Because they're, ma- they're making five to one on a pizza. Well, they're getting eleven ninety. You know, they're making eleven ninety nine, eleven dollars on a pizza. And the reason why, smaller the better. I never tell my team to upsell a small. Sell as many smalls as you can because it's my mo- most profitable pizza here. That's interesting. You follow? Yeah, you know what? You're right about that too. It's. I think that you said something there that's pretty pretty good. It's, um, you know, sometimes you look at the person who's selling that seven ninety nine pizza or eight ninety nine pizza, and you're copying yeah, him. but he's failing. exactly, and he's going to go guy, out of business. The guy's selling. You, 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 you over there. You think that this guy's doing good, but you don't know what good is. Now, but a guy like me, what more people will do is look at the number that I'm doing, and instead of saying, "Wow, what can I learn from him?" They'll say, "There's no way. These guys don't understand." You know when you do three thousand dollar hours, back to back to back, you'll do nine thousand in three hours. To do the numbers I'm doing, you have to have sixteen thousand dollar days. You sometimes you have to have twenty three thousand dollar days. To do that kind of volume, you gotta have uh, systems in for everything. 
systems for how you answer the phone, systems for where the orders go, systems for how the orders are picked up, systems for how the food gets out to the table, systems for how the line works, how the pizza works, how it all comes and funnels right out through the doorways to the to the restaurant well, floor and to the front door where the customers are picking up the food. Do you have alcohol in the your stores? No, I, I don't want alcohol. So you have, for me, so you're doing those volume numbers just on food alone. Okay. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, even more I know, impressive. high five. Yeah, high five. virtual high five. I don't have... A virtual high five. I don't have a quarter million dollar license to pay off. All right. I don't have to make. Listen, let's be realistic with liquor. So you live in Pennsylvania here. It's going to cost you 200, 250,000 for a license. So now you got to get a loan to put the money down on the license, right? What's that loan? They're going to give you seven years on that note. So you're going to pay what? $4,000 a month. I'm just throwing out numbers. I, I could be close with my figures, right? And then on top of it, to pay the $4,000 a month and to make Sixty to seventy thousand dollars a year in profit. Okay, you will have to do enough volume on that where your liquor liability is going to probably be about thirty, thirty-five thousand a year. Think about what I'm saying right now. You have a four thousand dollar payment. Now you've got thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars in liquor liability, which is going to be another twenty-five hundred dollars a month. Correct. So now you're at sixty-five hundred a month, and all the bottles of liquor that come in must be paid in full when you leave the liquor store. So now you could have 25000 sitting on your shelves at any given time. Wow. You didn't make penny one. You didn't make, and you got to build a bar that's going to cost you forty grand. And people say liquor, you know who liquor is profitable for? The guy selling a $17 martini. Or the guy going through kegs of beer. The middle of the line restaurant, it's it's just a, it's a lost leader. It's not a money maker. You, the problem is people are delusional. Oh, I got it, the lick. I got it, the beer. You know, oh, I got a nice bar, my bartender. Okay, who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. I go, I go buy a beer when I want it. I give free glasses of wine. Last year, I spent on wine for the line cooking and wine for the dining room. I spent about $21,000 was the expense. Okay, think about what I said. But $21,000, I, I had to buy my vodka, my masala, my Chablis for the line, and then the wine I give away. To be honest, divided by 52, that's not a bad expense. Yeah. And look at where I'm at. So Done in, juice to juice, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, and I like your attitude. And going back, yeah. going back to what we said about like copying the people who are failing, so obviously part of that is uh, making your business seem different than the guy across the street other than just price, right? Right, and you do right. a great job of that on on Facebook, especially with your videos. Well, here's here's what here's what initiated that. So, go all the way back four years ago. We get a Yelp. We we get a Yelp, and I and I looked at that and I was like, wow. At that moment, I realized I says, we're in a new world. What you got a Yelp we review? Had a Facebook. Yeah, we got about Yelp review. It was it was a it was like a three star review. Okay. I knew exactly who the person was. It was inappropriate, and you know what? Hey, you're going to have this. This is part of the business. But at the end of the day, people on Yelp that usually give you a negative review, now I know you can see who they are. I, I, we have a whole brand. like We've evolved. So the moment you say something about me, boom, comes to my phone. Boom, I go on. I see who you are. And characteristically, you can see. You see where their job is at. You can find so much about people. And you just see the integrity of the human being of what they are. And, and 98% of these people... When you di diverge into where, who they are and who's talking about you, 
it's a shame they shouldn't have the right to do it. But this is the society we right. live in. So with that being said, how do you combat it? I'll tell you how. You combat it by letting the people, the general public now, when they see Biagio Pizzeria Restaurant, and it comes to any links, who do they see? They see me, they see my son, they see our brand. And you know what? If by chance they read one of those Yelp, bad Yelps, and they read the good ones that we have, and then they see the people and the hard work we do, you win them over with love. You win them over with positivity. And you win them over with effort. You know, and people that say something negative, God bless you. Say whatever you like. But that's why we are a 4'8", after all these years and all this volume. To hold that with the volume we have, it's like... It's like holding on to a train going 180 miles per hour on the tracks and you just find a way to get rolling off. <laughs> I love that because you we, know? we get asked all the time, how do you combat bad reviews on Yelp? And we say, hey, listen, take an a offensive approach is exactly what you're doing. You're saying, hey, listen, let me, let me put out so much content about what we're doing and who we are that even if they do see that, that bad they, Yelp review, they're still going to know me. They're going to know me. Know the guy who works 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. Know the man and get excited to know him. And you come in here and I'll sit with you. You'll say hello to you. I got no problem with it. You know what I mean? The bottom line is without the customer, I, I, I would be nothing. I'll tell you, I, it's funny. I had an old lady, she, elderly woman. I don't mean to say that. It was rude of me to say that. Elderly <laughs> it's okay. woman, I don't I think she's say. listening. But the, the, the bottom line is she comes in wonderful. And they, they come here two to three times a week now. It's amazing. So I'm making pizza. She comes and she goes, young man, young man. I says, hello, how are you? How are you guys doing? We're doing good, but I have a problem today with you. I says, oh, what's that, sweetheart? She goes, I love the spaghetti with tomato sauce. She goes, but you know what? I'm not very fond of your meatballs. And as a matter of fact, I don't like them. He says, you know what? You enjoyed your spaghetti with tomato sauce? I said, but that's okay. You, don't, you know, I'm, I'm not offended, but and I appreciate your honesty. And what, what, what do you not like about him? She goes, I just don't like him. Then that's fine. I says, hey, not a problem. She goes, you're not offended. He says, no, not at all. I says, listen, everybody has different tastes. Yes. Yeah. She goes, you're not mad. She now had a check with me one time. I said, listen, we go through about 300 pounds of meatball a week. Statistics say that 30 of you should not like it. 10% of the people I may not enjoy. So that means you're the first one this week out of the 300 pounds. I'm doing pretty good. 29 <laughs> others haven't complained. She laughed. And she gave me a hug. You're not going to please so everybody, day, right? You're not going to please everybody. It's not insulting. The person says, look, we sell over 2,000 pizzas a week. A lady gave us a Yelp. Oh, the the pizza's horrible. It's no good. I don't know why you would go there. Or something. Some stupid, ridiculous. What are you gonna say? All right. Thank you. Have another. Next. That's how you gotta. You have to have the next mentality. If you linger, you know what happens when you linger. You lack creativity. Yeah. You know what happens when you move on. You address it. You step forward of it. You move on. And now, let, give me more success. Did you give me more? Do you success. read books or listen to books or what did you learn all this stuff? My mind, yeah. seeing what's right and wrong. I, I you know, there's there's a guy that does intrigue me, who we <laughs> listen about a million dollars in business ago. We had spoke and we never ever got together, you know. But he's a good guy. Uh, uh, Ryan Grom from his name is good man, good man. 
But we've always talked about what we emailed a little bit and stuff, and we talked about getting together. This guy, he's another caliber. But the thing that I learned is that when I saw some of these caliber kind of guys, it was stuff I already knew. Yeah. And you know what it is? My standards are based on good old-fashioned hospitality. That's where you get it from. Most people are not that hospitable of people in the end of the game. Most people are not creators and developers. What most people are is they want to latch on to something. They want to be taken care of. They want some kind of program. They want somebody to make the decision. I'm a decision maker. I'm a leader. I'm an industry leader. I'm not worried about what the guy's doing down the street. All I'm worried about is what I could do. I mean, I see, I've gone out to more pizzerias and seen copies of what I do. It's a There's no better flattery, but you know what? Here's the thing. You can't copy what I am unless you have the same passion, the same kind of personality, the same desires, and you've gone through the same failures and successes that I've gone through. Who was that guy again? <laughs> who? Yeah, who was that? What was the name of that gentleman? The, oh, uh, Ryan Gromfin. Ryan Gromfin. If you ever get, look him up. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a great guy. Uh, guy was in business. But, you know, talking to him, we, we talked one time about getting together. And we must have talked about two hours on the phone. And when I was telling him about, you know, different things that I had, what we never could. Because from that point till now, like I'm talking to you, I mean, I, I literally, it, it's, that was probably $45,000 a week in sales. Wow. Ago. And when it, you know, I mean, so after that first review, let me just cut in there real quick. Sorry. Um, yeah, go that, ahead. Go that ahead. did you make a Facebook video? How many? When did you start making like videos on Facebook? So here the video came. The video came up, and, and when I had said, I had said that we need to make videos. So we started. We started making videos of the Locatelli, the cheesesteaks, Junior's cheesecake. You know about the tomatoes we use. About, and then we started realizing, well, maybe we could just make videos. Instead of sitting down and setting stuff up, we'll just use the phone. Yeah. And then it just it just went from there. We started using a the phone, then the live came and and boom and boom. And then the emails start coming in. When are you doing the next video? When are you go and it's it's like <laughs> to the point where now we're using props and everything. I mean, we, we come up with all kinds of different things that uh, we see where you see like this week what you see come up after I'm done with you on the phone. I got to send out a, a coffee with a cop, which is going tomorrow morning. So if you're watching, there'll be a video getting out, and that you, you can say he did that after. <laughs> do you have a script before you do the videos, or you just go? That's all. I know the concept of what we want, and I'm just very good in front of it, and it doesn't bother me. Were you were so you nervous in the, like I, the first it, few videos? Were they nervous or were they good? Or no, no, not at all. Because you know, you know why you a person's nervous when they're unsure of themselves, and me. I'm confident in my industry. I know what I want. I know the points I want to get across. And, and I'm very, very, you know, I, I have I have my thoughts under me in a way where most people don't. You know, they just, yeah. they're not connected to what they do. I'm very connected to what I well, do. Well, I think the other thing that you have that a lot of people don't have is that you're probably not afraid of that one person who may not like the video because you know there's no, going to be no, 100 people who do like it. No. Yeah, well, listen, we've had, we've had... 50,000 plus people like the, the pink video for the, for the October breast cancer. Yeah, I saw that one over 50, 58,000. Yeah. I think it was 62,000. If I look on my thing, it's amazing. We had, we had in a 24 hour period I did with the softball team from the high school up here. 
it was like 48,000 people. You can't explain like the amazement of it, and and people love. Was that all organic or was that paid? The 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 uh, the video softball team was all organic. Okay, that was all. That's what was amazing about it. The pink video, we pumped some money into that. But at the end of the day, when you look at the balance of it, it's amazing. And then there's other stuff that I just throw up there. Boom, we're catching like the second runs of the pink video. I think we're getting into 5700s and see, but that's organic. Yeah, because you you you're not like you're testing as you go. You're not like thinking about it too much where it stops you from doing something. Yes. I'm, it, it's just as it comes to. Like I right now when I'm done with you, I have my internet marketing guy Glenn who's remembering me from the beginning. And we work together with our, he put our web page together and then we tell him what we need up on there. So we meet on the first Tuesday of the month. Boom, I've got some stuff I'm giving him now, 15, 20 minutes in out. Go do it. I'll see you next month. And then anything we have to communicate. So he makes sure, like I like my website to have as much video content on yeah. it. The longer you can get people to make you a part of their life and to say, I want to go to this video page or I want to see this. The longer they stay on it, the more it, it just creates a brand. It creates a following. Am I going to get them to come every week to eat? No. But can I get myself on their 90-day rotation or 30-day rotation? I certainly can. I can tell you. And look, things I like to do here. It's a birthday? Come and tell me. Send a granola out to the table. Tell them Joe says everybody got to have a granola on their birthday. <laughs> You know, first-timers, send them out mini ganolis. Joe says first-timers always got to have the minis. You know, and I want my – I find out they don't serve. I, I, I say it. I, I take them to the back and I explain to them professionally the importance of it because you need to do those little things. You need to make the customer feel those things. I, when I'm doing – like if I see behind the counter a table's dirty, I jump out and bust it. I want to go to the table, though. If I'm bringing the drinks back, I want them full. Because if you have full drinks and they're leaving the table, it meant you did your job. If the drinks are empty, will you get into the table enough to check? You're right. These are the things that go back and say because it's the little things that'll make them keep coming back. Man, you can't. They bother you. I'd rather them say they bother you to keep getting your drinks. <laughs> they can't. They, you know. Yeah, I don't think anybody they, will say they, that too many times, right? No, but you know, if that's the extreme of it, because it's good old fashioned. Hospitality. Now, the more hospitable. Now, do you do the more customer now, service? It sounds like you probably do the same kind of thing with your staff, right? Is that how you build your team out too? Oh same, yeah, same no, philosophy. Listen, same philosophy. Customer comes first. Customer. If there's something matter on the table, we need to touch it. Let's get to the table. Right. Everything's about it's, it's levels of, of levels of taking care of things. Having a system in. Well, this came up. Let's go over to the table, address it. Hey, what happened? Well, I didn't like the cheese thing. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Oh, sure, no problem. We'll take it off the bill. We'll get you something else. What do you think? No, 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 listen, no offense. Let us let us make it right for you. You can't leave here tonight without having something in your belly. There you go. Right. That's it. You get them. You treat them good. You be hospitable. Other guys would say, well, what do you mean? You ordered it, right? Uh, yeah, I ordered it. Well, then they tell the customer, well, you ordered it. You paid for it. Well, why? Look around you. Is your restaurant packed? If there's people in the seats, don't don't worry about the $8 cheesesteak. Worry about the customer and what they're going to spend over the course of time. And this is where they lose that because they're like, well, they ordered it. they got to pay. Not necessarily. Necessarily, what you got to do is ultimately you got to make them leave with a smile on their right. face. And that may take that may take in spontaneous positive reactions at a spur of the moment that the average operator doesn't have. They don't even think. What I'm saying to you, you've probably never heard. And people who are going to listen to this, 
They never heard. But I would love, you know, if I could go out and teach people this, I'd love to teach them it. Because you know what it would do? It would make much more successful operators who know, one, the right price is to charge. Two, how to run a good business. And three, that we can all be in the same page together, being successful, making a good dollar. And the guys who don't, we'll get, we'll, we don't want to ruin nobody, but we'll get them on board. Most guys have the mop out. They got their slippers on. They, you know what I mean? They, they, oh, they, they're telling their employees how, you know, it's soon going to end. Not us. We're going. Hey, uh, all right. So where can where can people go check you out? I want to, I really want them to go check you out on Facebook because I think you're doing a great job with there on video. And where can they go check out your website? See all the stuff that we just talked about. Go to you go to www.biagiopizza.com. Excellent. And I will link that up in the show notes. Uh, I know oh, yeah. we've been on the show for a while here, so I don't want to take too much of your time up. I know you got a meeting going on over there. So Joe, I appreciate you joining me on the show and uh, sharing sure. all of your info and your knowledge. Yeah. And, I see. Right. Great talking with you. Yeah, good talking to you too. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, I just want to say thanks to Joe for joining us on the podcast episode. Now, sometimes we get no's. We get a lot of yeses for guests. So if a guest comes on, share some information, or if you got something out of this podcast, go over to our show notes at smartpizzamarketing.com. Find their contact info, whether that be on Facebook or Instagram, email, and just reach out and say, hey, thanks. I heard you on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day and joining Bruce on that podcast. I really enjoyed listening to that. I would appreciate if you did that for me so that these folks know that you heard them on the show and you appreciate uh, them taking the time out to share their information. Now, if you've ever had down phone lines on a Friday or Saturday night, you know that is a big pain in the butt, right? And sometimes they go down and you don't even know it. Maybe you just have a slow half hour or a slow hour and you're like, what the heck is going on here? We used to be really busy at this time, but for the last two hours, we've had no online orders, right? Pizza Cloud can help you fix that. It's a cloud-based service with a cellular backup for internet. for your So your phone lines, your credit card processes, and your internet orders don't go down, right? If the phone lines go down, they back it all up in the cloud. So head over to pizzacloud.net and find out how they can help you and solve that problem so you never, ever, 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 ever have to worry about down phone lines again. Well, that concludes this podcast episode. If you want some more information on us or you want to contact me, smartpizzamarketing.com is our home base. On Twitter, I am at Irving Media. But on every other platform, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, I am at Smart Pizza Marketing. And there's a one last thing I want to mention about our mastermind group. We have a few spots open on our mastermind group, uh, biweekly calls, private Facebook group. But if you're really looking to grow your business and you're more of a hands-on individual, I think that our mastermind group is going to be for you. And inside that group, over the next few months, I'm going to be having some guests on and join us in that mastermind group and really go deep into Q&As about franchising, about culture and training and hiring and all the things that we talk about on the show. If you really want a place where you can come and ask questions to the people who have been guests on the podcast before, our mastermind group is definitely something you should check out. And uh, if you just go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind for that. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking 37 minutes out of your day and listening to what we have to say. And I hope that you can shut this podcast episode off, put your phone down or get out of your car or wherever you're listening to this and you say, you know what? That was a great show. I really learned something from that that I can go into my business and implement. 
And that's why we do the show. But I also want to say thank you for listening because there's so many different places where your attention could be. And for you to spend the last 37 minutes with us is super appreciative on my part. So thank you guys so much. If you ever have any questions, Bruce uh, at smartpizzamarketing.com is my personal email. You can shoot me an email there. I respond to every single one. I appreciate every single one of you guys listening right now. So thanks so much. Have a tremendous week. We'll see you 